Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. How you doing? Ed Larson from the brighter side here. And with me as always is Miss Amber Nelson. How you doing, Amber? I'm phenomenal. I forgot to brush my teeth this morning, but I'm great. You know, I didn't brush my teeth till 3 p.m., so we're actually similar boats. (laughs) Except I remembered at the last minute just out of politeness for... um, my woman. Oh, I yeah. I just there's so many things you have to do. You have to eat and get up and bathe and change your socks and underwear. I don't. It's a lot. It's a lot to be alive. All right. Well, we won't tell Quip about your new problem. <laughs> uh, Quip is one of the sponsors of the show, and we appreciate them greatly. Eddie Ewing, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Is your uh, weird little microphone working? My weird little mic. Yeah, it's working. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. That's great. How is everybody in the fires? Uh, Are you safe? Everyone's safe? You know, I feel like it's supposed to have a fire, right? Like, because it, it cleans the ground every year. It's just the rich people live this there. This is very different, though. This, are, these yeah. are, this isn't a friendly fire. This is very dangerous. Oh, did somebody just, like, smoke a cigarette and throw it out in the leaves, and now everyone's dying? Probably. Uh, a tree fell down and hit some power lines in the Getty Fire. That's the one that's closest to us. It is a nightmare. It is very scary, and uh, I hope everyone is okay, and I'm worried about our hurricane force wins tonight, but everything will be fine. Does Wait, not matter. There's a hurricane coming tonight? Hurricane force. Santa Ana wins, baby. You oh, live in L.A. I don't know. Get into it's it. So, I forgot to brush my teeth. There's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us today, we are going to talk about, uh, is Miss is Miss Tiffany Stevenson. Hello, Tiffany. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. I've heard all about the Santa Anas. Every time I've been here, there's been some Santa Ana business. Do you always hear in uh, October-ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, be, it's officially called fire season now. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Uh, Are you actually living on a hell mouth? Is that... It's so scary. I mean, I think it's just finally caught up all the crime and horror and misery of this town is finally catching up with it. So he's yeah. going to buffy the fuck out of everyone. Like, I think we need a Buffy. If we're on a hell mouth, we need a Buffy, right? Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> he's the only one that can fight the fires. Harvey Weinstein is a Quella demon, if he's anything. Yeah. Um, he's I did open that the, just a good work. I did open the show we did together last night by asking if Harvey Weinstein was in, didn't I? Oh, you yeah. did. We did a show, and I was like, is Harvey in? Like, I told him he couldn't come. I said no, but that's not stopped him before. 
um, <laughs> I think there's a great op-ed by the girl who was who called him I out didn't on the show. See, I didn't see. I didn't read her op-ed. I know what went down. That was wild. If, uh, for those of you who don't know, which is crazy, Harvey Weinstein showed up at a private comedy show and everyone kind of yelled at him. Good. It yeah. was kind of, a, go watch the footage, it's a lot of fun. But she yeah. wrote an op-ed? What was Yeah, it? she wrote an op-ed, and maybe he can make a sad indie movie out of it. Oh, yeah, uh. I'm sure he will. <laughs> he Man. should just go belly flop on that fire. He's a big old boy. Yeah. <laughs> he really got away with it for so long. Oh, yeah. He had, a, you know, he, he needs to, I hope he uh, gets his just desserts, because he definitely, uh, I don't think it's the right All he had was to... desserts. Yeah, Look yeah, at yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> There you go. I don't know if it's what you call it, but it was a it was a good run, but it is now over. <laughs> I was in the in a bar uh, doing a show. This is a, like a year ago, whatever. And uh, these film production people. I'm kind of in the shadows, smoking a cigarette, like I usually am. That's my spirit animal. <laughs> and uh, these like uh, film guys were like, they were talking about Harvey Weinstein, and they said, "Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's so sad." And it wasn't about him raping and molesting all those women and using his power to fuck them. It was they have to reshoot all those scenes in the movie because his name's attached to it. And I was like, oh, oh nobody really gives a shit in this town. Are you, was, are you thinking about Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. They had to reshoot Harvey Weinstein movie? Or they had to like like re-edit like some of his like names and stuff out of there and his ideas. Man, he's a monster. But, you know, a lot of good movies. Mm. Uh, <laughs> today we are going to be talking about three negative emotions and or uh, just negative shit in general. We're going to talk about living in the past and regret. Low self-esteem and self-doubt and dealing with pricks and negging and shit like that. So much, oh, so much uh, heaviness to this episode. I'm excited. Yes, 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 yes. Always. I've just, I'm bringing weight. I'm bringing heft. That's what you bring from Britain. Thank you. That and apologies. Oh. <laughs> start. Let's just apologize. How Even is we've done nothing wrong. Let's oh, I thought just... that was Canadians that do that. Oh, Canadians. Oh, right. Okay. We share that then. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and, you know, the Queen's on their money, so it works out. Yeah. Um. How is... Britain these days. I know Brexit's a fucker, but we got our own kind of uh, horrible. Y'all yes. still eating beans for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, we're still eating beans for breakfast and <laughs> farting through the rest of the day. Mm. Um, no, we. Uh, I think. I think we did first, didn't we? We we fucked up with Brexit, and then you guys supersized it with Trump. It is pretty it was fun. Quite American, isn't it? <laughs> you got to go bigger. You got to go bigger and harder. Um, <laughs> So, uh, let me think. Uh, is there a bright side to Brexit, apart from it sounding like cereal you eat when you're constipated? Um, <laughs> I, I think well, there's going to be a general election, I think, they've just announced today on December the 12th. Nice. Uh, which I am very worried about because the left is very fraught and fractured in the UK at the moment. And I feel this is it's kind of being mirrored here as well, but yeah. it's all very kind of divisive even on the side of the left. And oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm worried that we can't get over our differences enough to ensure that the conservatives don't get in power again. The left eats their own and yeah. the conservatives will stick up for each other until they die. Yes. They will die like on any horrible platform. Well, they're united in what they hate, whereas the left are kind of too busy arguing over what constitutes semantics. semantics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. No, it is a pain in the ass to watch, you know, especially just like, it's like, can we just fight the big evil and then deal with all the little bullshit after we win? Yes. Because that's the only <laughs> way it's going to work out is that you got to take down the monster and then you can worry about other tiny words and how we talk to each other. Yeah. But like, let's, you know, just you just just win. But how is Boris? Boris is a, is he good or bad? 
Boris is very bad. Boris is very um, bad. How do I describe Boris? Um, he's like more irritating than the wrong size tampon. <laughs> that is, um, um, which is a joke that women get, but for, to, to help sell it for men, it, he provides a chafe that is constant and borders on the existential. That's the closest. It is horrible when you wear a too big tampon, but then you wear a too small tampon, you bleed through it. Yeah, I don't know what to do. You go straight through. Well, what can you do? But 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 too big is worse, I think. Yeah. Because it's it is really uncomfortable and and chafy. It's yeah. Chafy. It's you. So these small are one of these. And then you get the liners, right? And then then you can then it's fine. Well, I don't know. What would you rather deal with, Eddie? A woman with period blood on her pants or a bitch? <laughs> I will say it is insane. My my beautiful, wonderful fiance is like more lovely during her period. Really? I'm a very lucky person. I don't have I don't deal with any of the uh But it's called premenstrual, not menstrual. That's maybe that's what it is. So it's you you gotta look out the week to ten days before. Mm. That's when I never get mad, I just kind of cry for no reason. Oh, oh okay. I cried watching Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah. I was, was it also high it was as so well. Bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have real ideas. <laughs> well, speaking of our first topic, or one of them, regret. So in periods, I have a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and visited her, and she's uh, single, and she's uh, regrets spending her 20s with this guy who basically used her and manipulated her and put her down, mm-hmm. and now she's a, a bit older, but she keeps being like, my 20s, I blew it, I could have had so many, and I was just like, the more you think about the past, the more it's going to eat the present, and the more it's going to eat the future. You yeah. live now. Yeah, she obviously wasn't ready for it. Now she knows what the world's like, and is ready to bang a bunch of dicks you yeah. know, and have a good time you know but she wanted one person then and that's what she had i mean you can't look at the past and this was yours this was your yeah. topic you wanted to you wanted to sit down and really think about this i've never really been one to live in the past i got like certain things like i wish like i hung out with my mom more than i did you know mm. like because now now she's gone but other target. Than that, like yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that big target in the sky <laughs> Half off, Eddie. Uh, but uh, it was half uh, off for eternity. <laughs> but it is, um, you know, it, it is. You can't because no matter whatever cards you're dealt, or you know, that's what happens. And if you don't, the more you look back, you know, and worrying, I feel like is the same way. The more you worry, you're farther from solving the problem. You know, and I, I do have like little regrets and like things I wish that happened, but I don't let it fucking eat me up. Yeah, there was one time I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and I was worried and anxious and running around the hallways. I gotta, I'm about to shit my pants. I gotta go. And then I, before I knew it, I ran past the bathroom. Mm. You know, if I would have just calmed down and breathed and looked around, I could have gone to the bathroom. You know what's weird is it's illegal to go to the bathroom in public, but if you shit your pants, like that's totally illegal. It's you illegal know. to shit your pants? No, it's legal to shit your pants. But if you if you don't shit your pants and you shit on the ground, you can go to jail. So you got to mm. do to your pants. So you have yeah. to do to the pants, I guess. Is kind of what I'm, are wow. These... <laughs> Hindsight really is 2020. Um, <laughs> and 2020 next year will be the year of hindsight. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there's no, yeah, there is no point in, in being upset about... You learned, you probably learned valuable lessons yeah. from from that, and what you'll accept in a relationship going forward into the future will not be those things. We all do that. It's part of knowing ourselves as well. I think that's one of the glorious things about getting older. You know, in my twenties, I was obsessed with like. Um, what everyone else thought about me and then I got to my 30s and I was like oh no I only give a shit what I think 
like and then a few people that I care about what do they think you know yeah, yeah. that's why men are so terrified of women not in their 20s especially in Los Angeles they hate it because they want to be a piece of shit to you and they know you're not going to take it Yes. I yeah. will say that this isn't, you know, these these are idiots. You know, this isn't nor- a normal this isn't man. normal man. Like me, yeah. I always like, anyone who could challenge my brain is better. Yeah. Because I like conversation and I like, you know, talking to people. You know, I always, but I'm also one that had like friends that are women and I don't try and fuck them. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm that kind of person. You know, yeah. like, a, you're like a normal human being. You're uh, the last unicorn. Is that what they, <laughs> there's a show called The Last Unicorn, right? A movie. movie. I yeah. love, it was one of the movies I watched all the time growing up. Oh, I loved that it. made that you a feminist. The Secret of Nim. Oh. I would watch those all the time. I love those movies. That's a terrifying movie, The Secret of Nim. Yeah, I would like Heidi. Oh, Heidi's too. so good. Yeah, oh, Heidi's I love great. Heidi. Heidi's great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with Heidi? She lives in the mountains and she braids her hair. She loves goats. Does she have any problems? Or she's oh, just kind of. Yeah. Her, her parents died, right? Something like that. It's been years since I've seen her. And Heidi. they tried to sell her to the gypsies. What? At one point, and then she lives with that rich family. Are you thinking of Annie? No, maybe. I was definitely Heidi. I, well, I didn't know they tried to sell her to gypsies. Yeah. I have Romany gypsy in my family. Yeah. Like going Ooh. back a few ge- generations, my great grandfather. Have you ever watched uh, many of those gypsy shows? Are they accurate or no? Oh, they're, oh, my big fat gypsy wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're and not that's real t- gypsies though, right? They're just... Well, they're kind of like Irish, like travelers or traveler community. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some worrying kind of trends within that of like grabbing. So in those communities, if a guy sees a girl that he likes, he just grabs her. Oh, and, and that's her. it. You go. That's I'm having that one. Yeah, like he like fish in a barrel. Well, and yep. that's just your wife now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, there's nothing you can do about it as a woman. Well, pretty much. Do not, they have no. knives or guns on them? Uh, no, well, they definitely would have knives. We don't really have guns. Mm. In I always the UK, say a, so. a way to solve the gun problem is just give women give the women guns. the guns. Yeah. Women get the guns. Yeah, and then they'll ban all the guns. <laughs> Because they don't want us with the guns, right? That's, you're, that's the quickest way to get a gun ban, actually, is for every woman in the United States to get a gun. Yes, only women and black gun. people get guns. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm looking at going to shooting ranges in Los Angeles. Oh, let's you, go. Yeah, but you, you to. got to have more than one person. You can't go alone. That's me. All right, let's do it. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that's actually a hell of a rule, to yeah. be honest with you. Now yeah. I'm thinking about it. Lone gunman walking into it like some crazy dude by himself. Yeah. yeah definitely bring a friend you know yeah. make sure he's like is he okay is she okay great have fun <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to a gun range no but i've shot them in the woods just like out your at back a, porch like into the swamp yeah at a toilet yeah, <laughs> yeah. the way god intended yeah. <laughs> how, how it's fun shooting a gun yeah. it is fun shooting a gun but they are they do terrify me like in louisiana i know in louisiana so this was actually wrote about this for one of my shows what i when i was in louisiana i was like oh of course i would have a gun because everyone else here has a gun Mm -hmm. you want to be the person without a gun when everyone has a gun but the fact that it goes further than like open carry is that it's actively incentivized because all these shops offer like 10 to 15 percent open carry discounts really yeah so you go in so if you go into like a walmart or something you show the presumably you show the gun Mm mm-hmm and they give you money if they don't you just take whatever the fuck you want because you've walked in with a 100% discount right you <laughs> like you know like it's so good to know who has them yeah well, the cash, when people run the cash registers probably got them too That's yeah <laughs> like everyone every, everyone has a gun and so but I, I feel like you know there's a thing there like if you don't have money like mm. you know if you're poor you can't afford to not have a gun because you want to get money off in stores it's sort of <laughs> it's sort of mad like so this kid came to pick me up from NOLA and um I was staying out in Jackson, Louisiana, and he, yeah, he just had a gun on his hip. 
Yeah. Like I was in, but like with everyone with just guns out. And I don't know how to behave around that. I get very skittish because I'm very British and I'm not used to... No, you're to... normal. That's not like... <laughs> you don't all usually <laughs> well, I think do it. I sort though. of described yeah. it if like seeing a gun like that just out is like seeing a penis for the first time. You're like, should that be out in public? There's kids. <laughs> Try to suck it. I panic. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but you know, like the it, it, that's very confronting to me. And I know that's just part of life yeah. in certain states of America that just mm -hmm. guns are there and everyone gets used to them. But... Uh, I can't get used to them, even though like the idea of firing them in terms of like, I've done clay pigeon shooting mm. and I did a TV show where we ha I had to do sniping. I was like, we did an army training exercise. Turns out I am a very good sniper. Because oh, okay. if I take my time, I can be very, very accurate. I'm just not good at shooting with, with a time constraint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Quick oh, yeah. draw. You're not a quick draw artist, but you can sit there and yeah. let your... Like you breathe with the with yeah. the air and the gun. Yeah, mm. yeah. Lick my finger, hold it up, see which way the wind's blowing. There you go. <laughs> so what's the gun situation in Britain? I don't even really know. We don't have them. You don't have them at it's, all? We don't no, have, no. It's, no. I think there's some for a limited amount for like hunting and sports. Rifles. And Rifles, yeah. Uh, but there's no semi-automatic or like handgun. I was in a bar the other night and I asked this man randomly. I was like, hey man, you ever killed anybody? And he's drunk and he goes, I killed people before the war, during the war, and I'm not saying what I'm doing yet today. Amber, you talk to too many people. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, we, we, we had a situation where a school got shot up and then they just banned the guns. Really? When and was this? And then that has Dunblane massacre. It was in the 90s. And Andy Murray, the mm -hmm. tennis player, was actually one of the students at the school. Oh. Really? So a gunman went in and shot pupils and teachers. Jesus. Oh, just take that tennis racket. Bat them gun bullets back. And he's, well, it's kind and of Australia amazing. Australia did the same thing. Yeah. And New Zealand did the same thing. Yes. One and done. All three of them. Yeah. And we're sitting here on... Countless. Oh, you're like on a daily now. There was a shooting. There was there's someone shot up a grocery store down the street from here yesterday. Because yeah, but I mean this place. I don't think Californians should have guns because they're cuckoo heads. People in Louisiana grew up with guns. We know what we're doing. There's like kind of less shootings around there. There just has to be. I mean, New Orleans. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's oh, okay. one of the murder capitals of America. Except for New Orleans, getting a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit better. I was going to say, the day after I left Baton Rouge, there was a big shoot up in a bar. Well, so. you know yeah, why. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, can we point the finger at Florida? Because all the stupid shit comes out of Florida, doesn't That's where it? I'm from. Floridian man does. Floridian man oh, gets yeah. eaten by alligator. We just oh, got yeah. more time down there. I feel like there's 26 hours a day in Florida, and that's like the main problem. There you go. Yeah. It's just, everyone just, there's nothing to do. It's hot all year. Alligators shooting bullets out of their buttholes. <laughs> yeah. See, everyone else in the country like goes away for three months and like hibernates, you know, yeah. and you don't see them for a while, and they just like watch TV and talk to each other. Florida's in the streets wrestling gators, you know. Yeah. 365 baby it's great it's wasn't, a good place to live wasn't there a man who killed himself by using a weather balloon that was in florida that was oh. a recent was it a man who faked on purpose faked a suicide maybe so his family could oh no faked a murder so his family could collect insurance maybe oh okay because it was a weather balloon so he made it look like someone shot him <laughs> so he had the gun tied to one of those balloons shot himself and then the balloon like floated off and then they found it later on. Oh. And then they found it. Well, I'm glad they found it. 
you know, things happen in Florida. Like, you know, he's just, it's, you get bored. Yeah, you go. <laughs> you're, you're a little drunk, you know, and I it's like, hot. Ed and I are just like sticking up for our hometown. It's like, well, you know, there was a shooting and I don't know if they might have had to come in. You gotta pay a price for paradise. Hey, if it helps. <laughs> if it helps, Abu Hamza was holed up in my hometown. Who's that? Abu Hamza was like, I don't uh, know who that is. The, d- uh, we're dumb. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, so you, you, um, he was Al Qaeda. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so they got his ass. Yeah, like he was hiding in London. Yeah, yeah. He was in. He was. In, he was holed up in Greenford, my hometown. Oh, he had wow. a hook for a hand. That that guy. Oh. I don't know if you remember seeing him. He was like classic villain. Oh yeah. I, I once uh, interviewed a uh, a pedophile, and he had a hook for a hand. And I was like, man, this is you know, you know, unreleasable. <laughs> <laughs> You got to release that episode, though. I got to you... find it. I don't know what happened to it. I mean, it's I, I have to listen creep. to it again. See, the thing is with this. I, so I interviewed this guy who is a little background for you, Tiff, uh, is he is a he runs pedophile support groups, you know, like so like they basically they get together and talk about how they don't want to fuck kids anymore, but they're only attracted to kids. And they right. kind of like it's like a support group to try to like curb the urge right or non-offending pedophiles are they yes called? not right. a, yes yeah and so he's like one of the leaders and i interviewed him and it was just like i mean i get it because you can't just line them up and shoot them and so if someone is a pedophile you would hope that you know you could fix them you know theoretically you know that's what you know rehabilitation is supposed to be for is yeah. you know and stuff like that but man it's just hard to you know, get on the side of anyone who's touched a kid. Yeah. You know, but he he says he has never touched a kid and doesn't it doesn't go on. But he has a 19 year old girlfriend. He's like 50 years old. Does he do dolls? Don't some of them have like little play dolls that they touch? And how do you feel about that? A pedophile with a little fake doll that looks like a child? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you, I mean, if not touching a kid. I don't know. I mean, I, I that's it's hairy territory. You know, it's just like if you if a, if a sex doll is going to make you not you know, act on your urges, then I guess a doll is fine. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't say anything's fine for this, but if this <laughs> well, if he's got a hook for a hand, he can't masturbate. Well, you know, he can't touch him. No, Maybe did that happen? Did someone do that as a preventative measure? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a, I think it, I've heard it before. The Japanese, yeah, I the think Japanese have some it. and like, it's, it's been, uh, theorized that if maybe they watched the child porn that existed or like child porn cartoon type things, would it curb the urge? Oh, I, th- I was, I was talking about the hook for the hand. Oh, that guy. Is that oh. done as a preventative? <laughs> oh no, no, no. He just has horrible luck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how Abu Hamza lost his, but he was, he wasn't Al Qaeda, but he was, um, he was talking about creating a caliphate and he um, was a Islamic, but like a hate preacher. Mm. So he was like, a, they rested him on terrorism charges and everything else. But he was in Greenford. They were going to give him the key to the city, but probably picked the lock himself. So it's fine. <laughs> With his hook hand. <laughs> oh, we but killed the leader a... of ISIS this week. So that's nice. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, it's a step but, uh, in the right direction. But, but so, so, the, so the idea behind this is what they give them some literature and stuff to look at. I don't know how that. I don't know. I don't exactly. I don't know. Like, how do you monitor if it's going the right way? You know, basically, you gotta you gotta figure out how to get the idea out of their head completely. And I don't think by giving them child porn 
or a little kid doll to fuck will get the idea out of their head. No. So I have to say, ultimately, deductive reasoning, I'm against the kid doll fucking. So, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay. What about non-offending rapists? Not offending rapists. Is just, that a thing? Is there a thing for them? Because well, there people must do be watch guy... rape porn. You know yeah. that exists. There's lots of porn that is like it looks like rape and stuff like that. I mean, God. I mean, these are such these are intense uh, things to talk about. Uh, How did we get onto this guy with the? I don't, I don't know. know. Hook hands. Regret. We're talking about regret and living Hook in hands. the past. <laughs> wow. I think there are some things you should regret. Speaking of living in the past, he's a pedophile, you know? Yeah. I think that there's a common thing with pedophiles, that they were treated very well as kids. So No. Like, it's Most kind of, of them like... were abused themselves. Oh. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, I thought yeah, I was yeah, more yeah. of they're, a... yeah, they're, they're, all, they're mostly abused and like don't so like know a how, cycle how else of... to act. Yeah. Oh. Like, I got it, so I got it. You know, that's Michael Jackson was, you know, tossed around. The okay. music industry, you know, notoriously, you know, it's just like it, they, you know, it's people who never got the chance to grow up for the most part. I think, I know that uh, the guy I talked to was diddled, so he says. All right, so <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I think we gotta get rid of the word diddle. Oh no, it opposite. Too, uh, I think it's opposite. that's the perfect it word. Too upbeat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, for yeah. what the it diddler, is. Diddler, diddler. Hey, diddle, diddle. Yeah, like you molested a child. A fiddle. Yeah, so. like yeah. Doodle just sounds too. It's kind of like doodle. Like doodle. doodle. Yeah. It's like someone in court. And I was diddled. Yeah, I think I don't know. I was gonna say um, it's kind of like waterboarding. Yeah, it sounds like something the Beach Boys would sing about, but it's actually something horrific. I think we need to start getting more horrific sounding names for horrific. Yeah, waterboarding sounds like anyone could take it. It sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds boring. as opposed to yeah, asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah through choking or drowning essentially drowning yeah. call it what it is forced drowning didn't somebody in tribe called tribe called quest go through waterboarding just to like most deaf did it yes that's it yeah, oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. no he like yeah it's a great video you should watch it he did it on, like a stage in front of a bunch of people what is waterboarding because i i All right, really so they don't pin know you down and they okay. put like a rag over your mouth uh-huh. and you can't move and they just start pouring water over the rag and so you're drowning essentially oh god and then right before you die they like stop doing it and then like slap you around a little bit and they're like all right here we go and you do it again Right. And then you tell secrets in between. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when you're not when you're not suffocating and drowning. Yeah, you tell secrets. I don't like mint chocolate chip. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. That's my secret. Yeah. Oh, and, and it turns out it probably doesn't work, you know, just because you'll just say whatever you say whatever, to yeah. Stop. To stop. Yeah, to stop. It's all that shit, man. It's like when cops force uh confessions out of people, just like, Oh, you don't want to be tied up in court for years, so just say you're guilty and then we'll give you a small amount of time and so people are always admitting to crimes they never committed. Mm. I don't know if that ha- I don't see I don't know if that happens over in Britain. I don't not. know if it happens as much, but I know that that's a big thing here for like small misdemeanors where people end up in prison mm-hmm. or can't get legal I know again Louisiana so that's your big your big thing is guns and prisons we were talking about this before the show weren't we yes mm-hmm. we were so, I said my cousin's going to Angola you're like is that I, a movie yeah like <laughs> oh yeah yeah is that a movie because there's lots of filmmaking there that's what it's like mm-hmm. films and guns mm-hmm. films and yeah. guns and jails so we could just name jails we go your cousin's in is it a film or is it a prison <laughs> what are the other prisons called there was one in San Jackson Quentin. San Quentin oh okay See that one's like a Hollywood type prison. That's out here, you know. They get they get good shows and stuff. They get Johnny Cash. They got the. They just got a new Netflix special. You know they do all right. Right. 
<laughs> Angola, not so much. Not so much. It took me years to realize uh, I went upstate means mm. going to prison. Because I was rolling a cigarette and somebody rolled it really well. And I was like, where'd you do that? And he's like, I learned it in upstate. And I was like, where upstate? I just thought he meant like upstate New York. and like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Upstate New York, like in Mad Men. Yeah. Hamptons. <laughs> Where's upstate New York? Is that like Connecticut? Yeah, like, upstate, yeah. yeah. Well, the shitty things they do with prison, which drives me crazy. I know we're getting way off subject. Not even that we had one in the first place. But like they make the prison hours and hours away and they'll fucking send you there and your family can't visit you. You know, they'll make the prison five, six hours away and your par- your family doesn't have the money to like just drive there and rent a hotel room and stay overnight. And so no one ever gets to see their fucking family. And when they're up there in the phone, if you try to make a phone call from prison, it costs so much goddamn money. And so no one's able to stay in touch with their family. And then, of course, their family ends up hating them because they're unable to communicate with each other mm. because of some stupid decision that they made, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. So it's like it's all that shit needs to be fixed. You need to be able to reach out and be able to see the people who love you, who you know on the outside and give you a reason to be good and a reason to come out. Uh, the way we're doing it right now is really fucked up and horrible. I'm, Wasn't I'm, there a guy who was let out of prison and he just killed somebody immediately? <laughs> I'm sure that happens. You know, you, you, you know, you know, it's, there's always going to be bad guys. That one case. What's uh, What's the next topic? The next time. Well, the first, the last one is where we come off with living in the past and regret. You said that you can learn from your past, of course. Yeah, I think you should learn from it to move forward because you can't change it. It's behind you. So mm-hmm. um, so you have to try and kind of, yeah, positive. I mean, yeah, sometimes, because oh, especially we've been talking about prison. I mean, yeah. facing up to stuff that you've done and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of relationships, in terms of like beating yourself up over like silly mistakes and stuff. I've definitely done that. I've been guilty of it. Oh, yeah. But also it's, you know, it, it half the time you're like, it's, oh, I, I still like occasionally something will crop up that something I did in my twenties or my teens. That was like, oh, that was really stupid. And yeah. why did I do that? And you know, and then I realize I am my age now and it doesn't really matter. And then one day we're all going to die. Man. So, it so much mattered back then. It yeah. was like, you're just like, man, you look back and you're just like, man, I was so fucking stupid. Also, well, trust yourself. Trust, like, the reason. You did the things for a reason. You know, yeah. you might not remember why or how or what, but you made the choices you did for a reason at that time. And you mm. knew what you were doing. Well, also, there's, I suppose we're all lucky enough to be old enough, if I can say that, to not have our mistakes constantly be replayed to us through the form of like our 20s and our teens mistakes through the form of social media and you know video evidence of whatever stupid twatty things you did we're very lucky you know um, we didn't have to go through that so all of those years that you want to make because that's the whole point of being you know teenagers and stuff you're testing boundaries you're making mistakes you're making bad life choices Mm -hmm. you're getting drunk you're doing silly shit but now you're doing all of that with like being recorded on a phone, yeah. you know, and you're skinny dipping being recorded on a phone and mm-hmm. you're, you know. I feel like we all get a couple, we should all get a couple passes, you know? Absolutely. No, everyone deserves second chances. Yeah. Regret, I feel like, is poison, personally. Uh, you can't, you're not going to fix your problem by looking at, re- by regretting what happened in the past. The only way you're going to fix your problem is action, you know, and so t- use your regret, find out what you hated about that, and then work on fixing it immediately. There we go. Otherwise, you're fucked. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amber, and I like to travel. I also like to keep hygienic. 
That's why the light, compact design of Quip means I can bring it along anywhere. It has sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. People brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. Built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and to help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder when it's time for a freshen-up and to stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I love Quip because it's compact, I can bring it anywhere with me, and it lets me know when to switch sides on the old mouth That's why I love Quip, and why it's perfect for getting back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash brighterside right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighterside. All right, next topic, guys. Is that cool with you? Yeah. All right. The other one, low self-esteem and self-doubt. Oh. This one was mine. I wrote this down. I get low self-esteem uh, some t- sometimes. Eddie. I mean, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, we're, we're in the business of low self-esteem. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like I but I used my low self-esteem to like find out like that I was funny. You yeah. know, like I, I used my low self-esteem and and that to like realize like, oh, like, OK, I may be like worried about how like fat I am or chubby I am. Because you can't fit on the Hocus Pocus ride. Oh, man. The Harry Potter ride. Here. I got kicked off the Harry Potter ride. You believe that shit? That's Too big. bullshit. That's why I'm on a diet. I'm going to go on that fucking ride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you made it on the ride, Who right? Who goes? Just barely. Just barely. Great ride, right? It's an amazing ride. They high-five you at the end. They give you money at the Is end. Is this a universal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't oh, okay. even like magic, but I'm fucking, I want to get on that claw that flies up and down. <laughs> oh, it looks so cool. Did you... Have you been there yet? I've been to Harry Potter World at Leavesden at the actual studios where they shot it. Ooh. But there's no real kind of like rides there. It's more sets and oh, okay. cool stuff to look around. So, so it's more intellectual learning and about the process. Yeah. I don't know how intellectual, but it's there's cool shit. <laughs> Speaking of rides, I wandered into a carnival the other day and I was looking at the zipper. You know the zipper. Fuck yeah. that ride. Uh, yeah. I'm terrified of that ride. It's... When they put you in a cage and whip you around. Yeah, and yeah. you go forward, like spin around. And then this kid comes up and he's like, All right, Samantha? He thought I was somebody else. He's probably playing me. But he's like, I have an extra ticket. He's like, you want to get on the zipper with me? We have an odd number. And I was like, yes. And so oh, I yeah. got on with a stranger. And it was a lot of fun. And uh, he was... <laughs> so you had a good time. I had a great time. On a ride. Yes. We're going to go to a theme park. I think you need to try this again. Okay. Why, you know, because you keep saying how much you hate theme parks, and I love them so much. They're just pure fun. I love it's, them. They're joy. Really? Mm-hmm. It's Adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. It's just hot, and I don't like standing in line. I like standing in line. So, well, well, then you get wet. Time. You get wet after you're hot. You go to, oh. like, a water water flume. We should go to a flume. water park. That, I'm yeah. down. Right. Yeah. So, if you don't like queuing, then just go during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Maybe buy a queue jumper. It's a little bit more expensive, but at least you can just check in and then... 
Oh yeah, there's you a system. You the queuing. Oh okay. Yeah, you, you I, can you can you can wiggle your way around there. You it's America, baby. Ride. You can pay to have the experience better in every way. The class system is so highlighted for me. Even though you're not as obsessed with class as we are in the UK, yeah. and it doesn't restrict you as much. But financially, it's a real thing of like all the shit that you don't want to do, like park your own car. You can pay someone else to do. You yeah, know? even at the uh, TSA, you could pay to skip the line. Yeah, I yeah. Think our class is like not having class you know it's like it's like because you like you're like the class system here is like you get to remove like like you know like being classy you know you get to throw out the window when you got extra money right yeah yeah yeah. and being like nice and shit like that yeah i don't like that class system i don't think anyone should follow a class Mm. yeah i think like you have to be on the fringe or just just anyone could because money doesn't Money doesn't buy you class. No, no it doesn't. No. It doesn't. Right. But what, it helps. What happens here is you, you're not kind of restricted. I guess I talk about this quite a lot in my my sort of current show. But in the UK, your class box. If you try and get out of it, they don't like it, and you're kind of put in a societal role. Whereas here, anyone can ostensibly reach for the American dream. Yeah, right. jump classes. Yeah. And you can, you know, so someone can come from nowhere, make all this money. And we, you, that is, you celebrate that when people do well. We, in the UK, we are um, uh, outwardly hostile to anyone who's ever achieved anything ever. (laughs) And then like, (laughs) then the only kind of wealth we respect is that inherited wealth, like the royal family, like this, all this heritage money. Oh, what do they do anyway? What does the royal family do? Again, I'm down. Portraits drawn of them. Mm-hmm. They like they shop, right? They go shopping. Um, they just, I mean, they're they're kind of like they always talk about it being a powerless monarchy, but technically the queen is the head of state. Yeah. Um, it's I I'm I'm an I'm an abolitionist. I would abolish the monarchy. I'm not pro it. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating here because everyone assumes because I'm English that I care or that I like the royal family. They want to talk to me about the royal family, and I. I don't. I am. Um, I don't back it. I just it's taxpayers' money, you know. Mm. And they're like, "Where's well, the tourist attraction now?" And people are in. You're like, mm, not it's really. Still, people are still going to go to the palace. You know, there yeah. doesn't have to be a king or a uh, queen in there. Yeah, and they give these like knighthoods and MBEs and OBEs to like, you know, Paul people... McCartney is not a knight. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I would have put him against a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean, Sean Connery is. He's a knight. He's a knight. But mm. anyone decent turns it down, I think. There's yeah. like people that have turned it down. I think did did George Lennon, Harrison, I think, turned it down. Yeah, I think Lennon turned it down really? as well. Really? I would yeah. not turn down being a knight. I'm just gonna put that out there. Well, like. there's knights, there's dukes, there's there's all different levels of it. So there's sirs and ladies mm. and but also like Jimmy Savile had one and he was a pedophile. Like there's no like these aren't just like you are Would you turn it down? Yeah, I'd turn it down. Yeah? Yeah. And by me saying that means I'll never be offered one. But I don't... <laughs> but also, I don't see why I should call someone a sir or a lady or a... You know, there are people in kind of... You're like, I why you haven't earned that from me. Why should right. I call you sir or lady, blah, blah, blah. So we call everyone sir. Dame, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They call me a dame. Call me a dame. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of like a cool fun. <laughs> what a dame. She's a dame. Now, are you allowed um, to say in England, are you allowed to say things like this outright? Or is there some kind of like, <laughs> what's going um, on there with that? You can, you can, but I mean, I mean, people just generally use the terms, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. refer to people that way. So they, you know, 
they'll refer to someone as sir blah 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 or they'll they'll use the correct terms sir poopy pants sir poopy yeah. pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lady shit your pants <laughs> who hasn't found the toilet no I, I think I'm allowed to say it you know but um but uh yeah I mean most people kind of I don't know what's the word I'm looking for just kind of accept it I mean mm. interestingly at Christmas just gone in a time of like kind of crazy austerity um you know the queen sat in front of a gold piano giving her christmas day speech and everyone's just like oh yeah that's just yeah you know and you're like it's wow. food bank usage <laughs> food bank usage is on the rise and everyone's like well it's the queen if she's got a gold piano you Drives know me crazy that um, kind of stuff yeah like have so, you ever been in new york you know st patrick's cathedral oh in new york God. city Forget i went it. to that they have they have um they have like tap tappable machines to donate. They yeah, have no, card it's, it's, vending yeah. machines no, yeah. it's for crazy. blessings. They used to get so much money. Well, the Vatican, how much money is that worth? Oh my God. It, the, the, line, the walls are literally lined in gold yeah. at the Vatican. And they were supposed to believe that they all want to give to the poor. That's why it's so mad. Like the St. Patrick Cathedral recently got a facelift, the $6 million facelift. And it's just like, Give that money to the poor. The place looks great. It's the best looking church in America. And you got to put $6 million into it. Just like put 100000 into it. Slap some new paint on the walls. And, yeah. like, and let's help some people. There's people, literally people sleeping Homeless, on your steps. Yeah, sleeping on your steps. Give it to some of the kids. Yeah. The priests. It's crazy. Touched up. Oh, boy. <laughs> like like give give some reparations to those people. Really? Yeah. You know, I... Yeah. Yeah, but that's I found that mad that you could get things out of a vending machine. You could get these little cards, oh. and you could buy like candles to light, like, and it was all automated, mm-hmm. like a t- like you could iPhone. Were you raised Catholic? Per- uh, no, no. I'm Church of England. What is that? Oh, yeah. I don't so even know what that is. That's Presbyterian. Which okay, would be okay. Presbyterian. We yeah, got yeah, Presbyterian. yeah. They're just kind of like everything goes right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I had a I was baptized, but I didn't really christened they call it christened mm-hmm. I, but i'm not really religious i went to sunday school for a few weeks and that was mainly just because i wanted to hang out with some kids and then mm. i stopped and my parents didn't make me go back but i had like clergy and stuff on my dad's side of the family um my great-grandfather was presbyterian minister up in scotland so and my grandmother lived in a manse which is like the property that yeah, that, that comes with it. So they were more religious. Did but you I, have hounds on the property? That's the property hounds. <laughs> I don't know. She maybe did. Um, <laughs> they probably had some dogs. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were hounds. But yeah, so I, I feel like that is... Um, yeah, there's so much money in these institutions. Like you can... That claim to be there to help. You know, the whole point of Christianity is supposed to be about helping... Yeah. Helping the poor. Loaves and fishes. Yeah. Give them out. Churches should it. all be... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Churches should work. They should all be intense. That's my that's my thing. They, they should all be intense. 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 I know, I'm just kidding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mean know? rather than these, these huge yeah. grand buildings? Like they should be all be out like cheapest possible... Well, least money those like, are the guys that rob you the most hey, yeah, the other the ones, ones with the rattlesnakes the city and intense there's <laughs> robbing these small towns I went to I church don't. recently and it was a southern baptist church mm-hmm. and um, there was like five people there and I was like how do they keep the lights on in here and then people kept coming in around the end of the sermon and then the phones were going off and they were talking and I was like these people are fucking rude and then the preacher was like oh yeah 
He mentioned something about how they take um, discounted, not discounted, but discarded food from the grocery store. And he's like, we have dinner for the poor after service. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And like, we all, like, he was like, I welcome everybody to come eat. And it was like rotten pork. And I was like, this is not how you feed people. It was on Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah, it was That rotten. is how it goes. Get everyone yeah. sick. Yeah, you got the, and the worst part is like, if you go to like a shitty grocery store in this town, most of the food was from a better grocery store that was discarded and is now is being sold at this grocery store to the poor people. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that goes down here a lot. Oh, yeah. And then, well, I guess when it's done there, they give it to the church. <laughs> there you go. I smelled it, and I was like, uh-uh. But I sat next to a woman who was a freedom writer, and uh, we had a whole conversation. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Well I, ha- well, I never have anyone come to my shows now. I've admitted to being anti-religious. Oh no! Not, <laughs> in no. America, America's fine. Oh yeah, you know, atheism's the third largest religion in this country. Right. So it's a there's trust me, it's a. I feel like it's on its way out. It just seems atheism or religion. Religion. I have an unpopular opinion, and I think that people should believe in some kind of God because it's very natural for people to gather in mass and uh, worship. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe in a God, then it's it's going to be directed towards big corporations that don't care about you. Does Bruce Springsteen count? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> friends, friends of mine in the UK set up an atheist church, which was just about, it was called Sunday Assembly. Yeah. And it was just yeah. about gathering together and they would sing songs, but not religious songs and yeah. eat food. talk about stuff, like talk about, you know. Yeah, that's, that's some interesting talks, but, but all of the social spaces are seeming to shrink away. Actually, I thought about this in the UK, and I do. I wonder if there's a bigger, a bigger. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a dark force or energy behind it? Because mm. when people gather together, they talk and they share ideas and stuff is discussed. But we're increasingly becoming individuals and staying in our own place with our own little square with our own bingeable like tv series to watch communal experiences like cinema and you know like restaurants are are kind of like dying out or but in the uk pubs shopping for sure pubs you know like shopping even Mm. like going to the mall that would be you would see other people yeah sure it was capitalist or except that we live in a capitalist capitalist society in the uk and here you know so that's where i love christmas yeah so people are so you're out but at least you're out with other people and we're just increasingly becoming these separate, solitary, mm-hmm. and we are not meant, to, I don't think we're meant to live that way. We're no. meant to be parts of communities. And, you know, I feel like the human spirit is crushed by that. Yeah, we're getting depressed, low self-esteem, bringing it back to low self-esteem. Really just get out of your house. When I get rid of my TV, A, I think that the the waves, electronic waves TV gives you makes us depressed and yeah. um, uh, muddles with your brain. Well, then uh, your organs are just like mashing together yeah. all day long, sitting on your ass. No, you know, get up and do something. Go I watch out. too much TV myself. I, hate, I, I really do. TV. I really do. Well, that's why I love stand-up comedy as well, because that's another thing that people come out for, like live live music. Yeah, mm-hmm. to have this sense of we are gathering for a thing and we're in ex- we're experiencing a moment together mm-hmm. and alive. I feel um, like depressed people are trying to kill it because they are sad and they're like, I don't like that. I don't like comedy. And I've seen people, I'm like, I'm a comic. And they're like, what do you talk about? Like, angry immediately. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, funny things? Yeah. <laughs> Myself mainly. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny at work today. They, they say, I'm a bartender. And they're like, 
you can wear Halloween costumes, but make sure they're not vulgar or offensive or racist. I was like, who's going to work in blackface? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, like you were saying about going to see live music and live comedy, I mean, it's the best way to go, you know, get out there and, like, enjoy life with humans. I go to one concert a month. It's a rule I've had for many years now, and it really just keeps me sane. Oh, yeah. yeah. The last one was that guy in the alley just piddling with a string, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we went and saw Lizzo. Yeah. That was so much fun. That was great. I was a blast. I love I'm loved... supposed to be going to see Lizzo next week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Are you going to yeah. go? Yeah, you well, I've to got go. to book, book my flight home, so I just I need to organize a few things. But I have a ticket; my friend bought me a ticket, so oh, yeah, you're gonna love it. It's yeah, I so do. Much I I love. Um, I just love how energetic and upbeat it is, and ha- like it's happy. It's happy. And I felt safe there. I didn't feel like anybody was gonna hit me or punch me or spike my drink or like yep. call me a bitch. It was just nice. It was a nice time. I was the only solo straight man in the joint. Maybe that's why I had a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, when we think about some of the guys we've been meeting, like recently, yeah. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play. You'd be surprised how fast you fly through the levels on this thing. I don't even know what level I'm on. I'm probably on level like 60 something. I don't keep track because it's so easy to just get lost in this damn thing. And it's great to do when you're listening to something else. I'll put on some music and I'll start playing this game and I won't even remember what my problems are. When do I play? I play whenever the heck I feel like it. Because it's on my phone, that's why. I don't have to go home and settle up and connect to the internet and wait for my friend in the other side of the world to find me. I can do it on the subway. I can do it connected to the internet and playing with other people, or I can just do it alone in the dark. Just me and Rambo. Rambo's my dog. Listen, it's a unique and exciting puzzle experience unlike other puzzle games out there. Best Fiends updates the game monthly in new levels and events so it never gets old. Best Fiends treats the game like a service for their players. They care about these bugs, not the slugs. Don't forget that. They are going to keep updating this game until the world ends. There's all kinds of great characters that you could grab and collect and then you can use them strategically for each level not every character is best for each level this game is way more fun than it has any right to be bugs are greater than slugs never forget it engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters five star rated mobile puzzle game with over a hundred million downloads globally Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, best fiends. That actually leads us into our last uh, subject. And that is dealing with fucking shitheads. And I, you know, what, you, know this, you guys were talking about being at the bar last night at a comedy show. That's where you guys met. 
and uh, thank oh, God because we were able to have you on the show because yeah. of it. Uh, but uh, you guys were dealing with some shitheads, and I was saying I never see this because men talk to women differently when there's no other men around. Yeah, and then we say it, and they're just like, "These women are crazy." This guy was like, he was like, "You should talk about to, to you." She was like, "You should talk about your boobs. Talk about your boobs." Yeah, yeah. Do a sketch about your boobs. But I, often it will happen. I was like, at what point does this end in my career? I've been doing stand-up comedy 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, will dudes who are generally younger than me come over and think they can tell me how to do it better? After I've just crushed a git. I, that's, I'm being so American now, yeah. crush. Because I hate saying that about myself. <laughs> but like should, I've done, But I've done well at the show. You like this is well. This yeah. is a great show. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she's great. But I feel like I've got to neg her as well. So I was having this weird conversation with this guy. He was like, trying to basically trying to neg me the whole poking, way. poking at your stomach and it's like your pregnant belly My, because oh my. I made a joke about being pregnant on stage and I'm clearly not pregnant but I made a joke about it and so he thought and then he kept saying to me so you're like 45 and I was like no I'm not like and also that's not old that's yeah. not old like um and it, and he was like but you look like 32 so it's fine and I'm like why do you think this is Acceptable. a compliment what are you what are you doing yeah and just kept like kind of going, oh, you know, like you're pretty and you're, but it was like, and then he's like, oh, you, fa-. at one point I went to order a drink and he's like, oh my God, you just bit your nail. You fancy the bar guy. And he got all uptight. And I was like, what is this weird frat boy energy? I, in fact, both times I've done that gig, I've had, I've had that. And I really liked the show. We were doing just, just a mm-hmm. little show in a bar. Yeah. But twice, the, the other time I did it, a guy come over and he was like, I think you're really good. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he was like, no, but I am someone. <laughs> and I oh my god like it's like now you're not I don't, even if you were even if you were like <laughs> I am someone like and I'm like okay. you shouldn't have who, to tell me like well, yeah. second sentence I mean I mean we, we're definitely all someone yeah we are so we're all somebody we're someone we're any we're also anyone <laughs> so but it was really weird and I, I do think this town breeds a particular type of guy that thinks I mean it just ended up with me having to basically like I think I was being talk- spoken to like I'm some kind of greenhorn when I'm someone who's yeah, yeah. accomplished relatively well known in the UK I'm on TV kind yeah. of like I don't want to go oh I'm famous but you know but you're doing well you're I, doing you know great. and 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 I've got projects away here and I'm doing stuff but he was talking to me as if I'd never shot a like a like I was like I feel like I'm having praise a- on the week yeah, he he kept being like, "No, I know, I know, I'm funny. I can give you advice. I'm going to give you advice." And you're like, "Well, she what?" And um, yeah, it's weird. And I'm also sick of older men mm-hmm. calling me an older woman. No, you're an old. I'm like, "You're in your, you're older than me, dude." They, yeah. And they're like, "You know, you know what you know what I mean." And I'm like, "No, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean, older woman?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's, if, it's weird. If I could play devil's advocate for mm-hmm. as being the only straight guy mm-hmm. here, and and actually think since you were talking about this, I realized that I have dealt with this uh, on my own, and I think it's just they get nervous, and I think nerves have a lot to do with it because a lot of times people say awful things to me thinking like oh that's you're a comedian you get it i get to say whatever i want to you it's like no you don't use your head treat me like a normal human being i'm not just some raunchy piece of shit here for you you know for you to just spew hateful stuff at but people get nervous and they think that they need to be more edgy or like do these things and then they say the wrong thing comes out of their mouth and then but you got to do you got to let them know they're wrong 
Gotta let them out. What I do usually dealing, dealing with shitty people is I just leave the situation, which maybe yes. isn't the best advice, but I feel like I'm never gonna have something quippy enough to say because they live in their own shitty head, mm-hmm. and I choose to not have a shitty head, so I'm not gonna say anything. I I, I don't know. You know, you win, well, buddy. You're the asshole. Okay, yeah. bye. Well, he just kept scaring away the people that I actually wanted to talk to. There were two people in the audience <sighs> yes. who I was actually talking to, and he was like, "Sorry," and then he was trying to bring them in, but I was like, "You're not. You keep." And what what's interesting about it is there's a certain type of guy like that who thinks my opinion is the most important, and you should you should want you should want me to like it, and, sh- and I'm like, no, it's maybe it's not for you. Yeah. yeah, and actually, all of these people who are coming to talk to me, who connected with the work, you're getting in the way of them. Yeah, like get out of the way. These mm-hmm. are nice people I want to talk to. I don't care if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Like it, don't like it, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I'm well uh, on to my own life here. I mean, I'm doing yeah, <laughs> but there's also a level of like, there's just a level of arrogant, privileged, dominant, like that. My, do you know what it is? And this happens a lot online. And I've spoken, again, I've spoken about it in my latest show, but there are quite a lot of men who are like, my subjective opinion is fact. Yeah. And they can't separate themselves from the idea that that is their opinion, their subjective opinion, and not how everyone else thinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I think this was, was like, I'll tell you what's funny. And I was like, no, 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 I know what's funny. I've done it on stages for 14 years. Yeah. I know what's funny. So you telling me, this is a fact. No, 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 that's your opinion. And even then, it's your opinion. It's yeah. not the opinion of everyone else mm-hmm. who's in the show. And I, and I think that's what it is. And, and, and thinking that that, impo- that opinion is the most important opinion for me to get. And I'm like, I don't care if you like it or not. So weird. And these people never look around and be like, oh, everyone's leaving me. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has to physically get away from my presence. There's lots of people who just grew up never being told no also. Yeah. Just babied and just like their whole life. And then once they get into the real world, they, you know, the first time anyone tells them no, you know, they just don't get it. And they're like, they're wrong because I've never been wrong. It's like, hey, you've been wrong. Just no one had the heart to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I was very blessed to have people tell me when I was wrong. Like, here's an example. I used to walk very loud. Like, you know, when you're barefoot and your feet kind of slap on the floor. And yeah. somebody was like, you're walking loud. <laughs> That's a friend. <laughs> That's a friend. That's a real friend. I was like, oh. <laughs> so now I think about it. Now and I now, can't even hear you when you, you come I'm up a, to me. I'm a ghost. Well, I shot myself in the head, so I float everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I was staying with a friend, and he just kept flap, 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 flap. And I was like, oh, you've never had anybody, like, a real friend be like, you walk loud. Yeah. Did you tell him? I should have told him, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm a coward. <laughs> I'm a little dumb, dumb coward. I don't know how to say these things to people. I don't like confrontation. I'll tell you what. Un- unsolicited advice. That's what it is. Yeah. I think, especially as, com- we all get it as comedians, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's a level of which that female comics get it over Absolutely. over the guys. Because yeah. <clears throat> even from oh, yeah. other male comics, I've had, I've had comics in the UK have come up and they're going to offer me, a, and I was like, I'm, I'm better at you than this. Mm-hmm. I'm funnier. Please don't offer up. I haven't asked you. Yeah. Where do you think, do you think I need a tag here? Could you write a bet like, and sometimes it will just come out. And I don't mind if it's from my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. of people that you go, oh, these are my colleagues, these are people I know. But you'll often get, it could be new comics mm. coming up, just trying to give you a bit of, you know. Yeah, could be or jealousy. Some, huh? it it's could be probably what, yeah. jealousy, envy. They see you, you know, 
crushing it and then they're like I'm not as funny I'm not as you know I think that's just how they deal with that jealousy they and they tell want to people. tell everyone that they wrote the joke right <laughs> which I've seen a lot yeah. Now I feel bad because um, I was definitely at a mic and a guy I thought I was friendly with, I was like, oh, here's like, I saw a set and I was like, oh, here's a couple things, you know, that's funny about this or like this, you know, this number's funnier than this number. And he like dismissed me and was very mean and mad that I did that. And I was like, oh, because in New York, we would just do that. Yeah. Here you fucking but We also don't. had like a very tight crew in New York. Yeah. You know, of like, of like. 50 comedians so like everyone was kind of friends and they like watched you know, out watched out for each other and stuff like that i don't see that as much here no and i'm then, not on the scene like you are but i don't think that really exists as much here as no, it, it's not. As does there and then i got up on stage and I, I bombed and he's just like on his phone scrolling through and i was like okay well i don't know this is what i get it's what i get <laughs> uh well no but but i but i see you were you were doing it from a point of view of you know maybe that's when people do it it's you a know, mic. When, yeah, it's when an people, open mic. Yeah, it's it not a show. Yeah, that you're, you're there training. You know, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not a book show at a big theater or something. You so know, I like, don't see you guys have. See, you have a differential between open mic and and night and a professional night. Whereas in the UK, it's just they're all professional nights. Oh. But you get newer comics doing unpaid spots. Oh, okay. So oh. we don't really have an open mic. Se- oh, we, I suppose we have like a new comic scene, like nights yeah. where, but like there are shows that comics would drop into mm-hmm. how do you go how do you get on stage if no one books you in uh in, in you just uh, bum rush Britain. the stage and <laughs> push they don't like the class comics. system oh there. right right um yeah you have to come through i mean schools and stuff like that no 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 you just have to put you you have to email the clubs and you have to just harass them to get it i came through in the uk when it was still very very male dominated it's kind of changing now Mm -hmm. but also even just you know um the amount of time you had on stage to prove you were funny in the you like for women was like two minutes men you could do five minutes and the audience would trust that you were going somewhere with it and if you weren't funny then you get heckled women it's like a minute two minutes like as soon as it used to be real brutal but the system there is all of the the big clubs that pay and they pay well, I mean, stand up in LA just doesn't pack, like straight up just. No. St- here's a. I was making money doing stand up in New York. Yeah, yeah, you can make money in New York, but even mm. then, New York comparatively to the UK is probably like the fees are probably like half, maybe mm. maybe like a third of what you can if you're doing club. So gigs. it could be a job. In- oh, it's a it's a job. <laughs> there are people who are club comics who yeah. will just play clubs and go around and do the glee clubs and the comedy store and you know and i tour in the uk but i came through those clubs Mm -hmm. so they're also you know the economy of writing and the tightness you need when people aren't coming to see you you have to learn how to be able to write those jokes and make be funny in that room to people who aren't necessarily your audience yeah then the luxury of beyond that is going on writing the hours and i'm doing the hours but um Wow, I gotta go to London. Yeah, you should go to London. You should come do my show in London. I do a show a night in London. I was gonna save up my money and go to New York and fuck this guy, but um, come come to London and don't fuck me. (laughs) Have a meet you there. (laughs) Maybe. Um, There's a guy I met in New York and we had sex because he was nice. He was a nice person. Thank God you 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 did that. Thank God. That's what happens, (laughs) guys. You don't have to be dicks. Be nice. You'll get laid. No, and we had a phenomenal time. That's great. And uh, I'm just like, I'm just saving up my money because I'm like, I can't wait to go fuck him again. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why doesn't he come here and... and, and I think it's his job. He works like... He gets up at like 6 a.m. and gets home at like 9 p.m. Right. That's a lot. Well, oh, okay. Dude, if you listen to this show, you should be if you want to keep fucking Amber. But if you are, uh, <laughs> come to L.A. She'll screw you. All right. <laughs> I can't remember what the point of that was about the... the uh, coming through on the oh the open mics yeah that we just don't have a scene you just come you email you have to harass people to book you and email and email and email or then get an agent and get an agent to email and email yeah. and then once you've proved that you can do five ten minutes then they once you've proved you Move can do you ten out. minutes then you get twenty and everywhere they're much longer sets in the UK as well oh okay. so you guys have like ten minute everything you guys have here patience. Like, we have patience. We'll watch someone for 20 minutes. But they, and They seem to take, uh, in, in England, correct me if I'm wrong, but they seem to take the arts way more seriously there than they do here. I mean, if you're an actor there, it's like respected or a comedian. Yes, yeah. It's respected. Here it's like, oh, you're an actor. That's like why all the great American parts go to English. Yeah, is that why? Like, it, uh, But that happens the other way as well. We've had American actors coming over for years doing our parts. Yeah, but, but you could do our be... accent and we can't, we can't really do your accent. Yeah, if we, it sounds kind of racist or something when I do British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Go on, do it, do it. Uh, Oi! Um, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Hello, um, uh, that, uh, I'm looking at some hot dog, hot dogs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, hot do- hot dogs we don't have. So you want fish and chips? Fish and chips. I'm going to. <laughs> Hello, Governor. I'm going to eat some fish and chips with a little hot sauce. Um, be- beer battered fish and chips. With the- Not hot sauce. Okay. Um, William Perrins. Mushy peas. Mushy peas, everybody. Yeah. With a little butter. <laughs> and and, <I'll, laughs> and a cup of tea. Cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, that's a tea. You're cup, of say tea. tea. cup of tea. Cup of tea. It sounds like I'm a little there sexy go. cat. You sound like, oh no, do you sound like now? I know someone who talks like, okay, you have a nice cup of tea. Uh, also, say, mind how you go. My day you go. Be lucky. Be lucky. There you go. What is that? Love that. Well, these are just two specifically Cockney phrases that mm. are supposed to be like, kind of like, mind how you go. But I always think they contain a hint of threat. Oh. Like, mm. mind how you go. Be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what's going to happen? Were you thinking I wasn't going to be lucky? Um, yeah. Okay. So you sound like, you do sound a bit like you could be in Oliver Twist now. Thank yeah. you. Have a nice cup of tea. Tea. So Southern and um, High Clash British kind of have like a similar thing. Oh, you mean like a fancy Southern accent if you do a fancy one? Fancy. Y'all want to go on the front porch and sip some tea and yell at the poor people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my tea unsweetened because I'm sweetened already oh, you, you get it Maybelline you get it <laughs> Lucille oh how dare you how like, dare dare you how dare dad I take a little honey in my tea because you know I'm just like a little busy bee with this gossip <laughs> I like that I like the fact I like the fancy um oh what's the other oh I had one okay that's a bit more slack jaw right yeah, this yeah. is like Cockney version of the thing. We've gone right. down to Walmart and gonna shoot our foot. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All I've right. done I get eat that. all the chicken. I eat feet. I eat lung. <laughs> Can you do a Cajun? Any Cajun? You gonna, gonna get, we gonna get some fish on There was a guy that I heard on NPR who was from Alabama and he spoke 
like the entire time, like he was swallowing secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just trying to hold him down. It was like Jeff Sessions. Uh, <laughs> oh, I declare. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was terrifying. I was like, why do you sound like you're swallowing all of your words? Sure is hot in this courtroom. <laughs> yeah, they're always, a, they're always a lawyer with, like a, with yeah. a rag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I got a hook for a hand, I promise. Uh, I think to, uh, the secret to a good Creole accent is tell anybody what you're going to go do. We're going to go down on a fishing hole. We're going to go down. We're going to go down. What you going gonna, gonna to do? And uh, is there a lot of French in there? Yeah, the Acadians. They came yeah. down from Canada. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know why they went all the way down to Louisiana, but Canada came to Louisiana and they have the Acadians. Mm-hmm. So there's like French Creole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. That's where we got it. In. We bought it from the Louisiana Purchase. We bought yeah. it from the French. Most of America. Yeah. Yeah, like big old, like all the way from Oregon to uh, Louisiana. Five dollars. It was actually like three million. Jefferson <laughs> did a good job. He got us, he, we, we got a good deal. Got a good I love how many different variations there are of just... I mean, others in the UK as well, we we got very regional accents and they're very specific and different. But that's one of the things I love about America, just how many... We're all over the place. We have like yeah. 10 different redneck accents. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Because yeah. you can be a Florida, redneck. Florida's the most southern point, right? Yeah, but it's different because... They got Jewish people there from New York City. Everyone from where I come from in Florida, like my family's from Jersey, you know, right. like New York, Jersey Chicago. represent! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. comes down to Florida and then it joins, and it's like a hodgepodge of like southerners and just mm-hmm. northerners who have to like live together. So that's where, that's what my accent is. Mine's Jersey plus southern. Mine is, oh, like, mine is like an outside Philly. We say water. Water, <laughs> water, yeah. yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and then uh, Pittsburgh's they have yins with this yins. instead of you. They say all yin, yeah. all, instead of all you. you know, I so. love the Jersey. My favorite ever, like, I think one of my favorite bits of acting is is um, Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny. Oh my oh, god, so I mean, you promised me we were having a baby. Oh no, I can't do it now. That went southern. What was it? Uh, <laughs> my biological clock is ticking. <laughs> oh yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> the, the, the Imagine you're a deer. That's the speech. You know, you're yeah. walking along the road and you're a thirsty deer. That's you what she does. It. Yeah, there you go. I, that accent is. Um, I was at Cat's Deli and I one of the workers cutting the meat was really cute and I could just imagine myself getting arguments later on in my life being like you left the door open last night because you came home drunk again Fanny (laughs) (laughs) and married the guy with a meat cutter (laughs) I always love the high pitched ones who say don't you tell me how to run my fucking life Oh my god, that is pure. That's pure Jersey Boys. That's pure uh, Joe Pesci, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, This goddamn pizza's full of glass. (laughs) (laughs) I love how well I love how well Jersey people took it when South Park did that episode because they all loved it. Remember they had the Jersey Shore people in, and it was like, "You're muff garbage. You're muff garbage." (laughs) It was like Sheila came out and was all of a sudden like Sheila Kyle was like a Jersey boy. Don't you talk about my son like that, you're muff garbage. Yeah, no, they wear it like a badge of honor down yeah, there. They lean into I, it. They my lean whole family's it. from there. Yours too. I'm like, yeah. you go down to Seaside Heights where the Jersey Shore, like Snooky and all that happened. They, all the t-shirts oh. are just like, come at me, bro. Seaside <laughs> Heights. You yeah. know, it's, all, it's like, bro, you look like you don't even lift. 
You know, yeah. that's, the show, that's, the, that's the merchandise they sell. So. <laughs> you don't even look like you lift. Yeah. What, you, right. what, you, what you pressing these days? <laughs> Crazy. I mainly press like some grapes and fruit and I put them into a nice Paninis, juice. That's yeah. what I press. Remember that uh, video of that woman was pressing the grapes with her feet and then she fell off and hurt herself? Oh, that was a good classic oh. video. <laughs> we'll treat you. We'll, we'll, show, we'll, we'll show you oh, later. Oh, really? Where, yeah. was she, where was she from? Uh, I think it was somewhere in the South, actually. Vineyard land. I don't know. Yeah, she was stopping a bunch of grapes and she fell over and she really hurt herself. It was, <laughs> it was very funny. Okay, I need to see that. <laughs> I have found one universal sound that seems to, I think it travels across the world, actually, um, which is this sound, which means yeah. painful or too expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah and no yeah, matter yeah. where you go in the world, everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what people say when it's too expensive? Yeah, I, that's I, I do both of those. Go, or I go, but I make the same face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. This, this has been fun. Fun. Tiffany, you are a goddamn delight. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I hope so. I hope I haven't made everyone hate me. Oh no, no, no. Have some higher self-esteem. Uh, yeah, uh, don't don't suffer from self-doubt, Tiffany. But that's that's the dichotomy. Is it the dichotomy the word most comics? We live on that kind of edge of being mm-hmm. rampant egotism and complete self-doubt. Yes, yeah. and that is where comedy lives because you need like the egotism to get up there. Yeah, and have belief. But you also, if you if you love yourself that much, you wouldn't do stand-up. <laughs> you just wouldn't do it. I'd explain Dane Cook. <laughs> I would say underneath all of that he doesn't really love himself at all Aww. in spite of yeah. showing us his six pack yeah. <laughs> he at least had jokes in the first one no no I actually have hung out with him a couple times I, he's turning a corner he's turning into a decent guy good for him yeah I, I met him years ago and I met him again recently and uh, he's so he was very sweet the last time. Oh, actually, I, I listened to his Marin podcast and he talked quite a lot about his relationship with his dad, didn't he? And his vulnerability and oh. with all of us not feeling like we're getting... Because his, his family like stole money from him. Yes. Yeah, yeah how do you trust anybody after that? Yeah. His brother went to jail. It's a mess. Oh, Dane Cook, if you're listening, I hope you feel better. We're all rooting for you, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this has been The Brighter Side. Thank you so much for listening to us. Tiffany, uh, you can find Tiffany on uh, Twitter at, at Tiffany, at Tiff Stevenson. And uh, what else did you want to, anything you want to plug? Do you um, have any shows? Well, or? I did my show at the Improv, but there'll probably be some more dates, uh, depending on when people listen to this. How long are you around? I'm around for about another week and a bit. Um, we're releasing and on maybe long, maybe longer. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, I'll be at the Lyric Hyperion on Monday this coming Monday. What time do you know? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, and you're running yeah. your full hour. I'm running my hour. That's going to be great. I'm very excited. Yes, and it was a pleasure to meet you. Oh, I'll be doing. I'll be doing my show at the Union Hall in New York in January. Oh, oh that's awesome. a good place. That's a great yeah. place. You'll yeah. love it. Have you been? Yes, there I've done. I did one in September. Did a show there in September? Do yeah, nice. so I need solo to do show, solo show. Yeah, you bringing a friend or are you going up cold? Um, I might put a friend on if I nice. got enough time. I sometimes I did the show here. I had two of the door guys open. I think at the improv. Very so I think cool. it's important to give men in comedy a chance. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> 
Awesome. And if you're if you're listening to us overseas, just go see Tiff in your hometown. I'm sure she's coming around. Amber, what's going on with you? Anything fun? You know, the other day I was like, I want to put up a show. I want to put up a show. So I go to this place, uh, the Lotus Lounge, and uh-huh. I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in there and woo everybody, and then I'm going to ask the owner if I can put up a comedy show there. And that's the place where the guy was like, I killed people before the war and during the war. So we wooed him. We wooed him. Do we see the owner? (laughs) (laughs) He is a regular, but um, I have a show there. Great! Yeah, I'm probably going to start it like next month. That's awesome. Last, Yay. Here's the thing. There's a show there also on Tuesdays, and they run the second Tuesday of every month. Is okay. it confusing if I do the last Tuesday? Or no, should I just pick that's yours. Day? That's your day. Last Tuesday Don't of the month. Don't think about the other show. Think about your show. Okay. Your last Tuesday of the month is when people come see Amber. Great. So book that, and we'll promote it on the show. I'm so excited for your new show. Thank that's going to be great. Yeah. Um, also, and you can learn all about that show if you follow Amber on Twitter at Amber Smelson. Uh-huh. And I'm at Eddie Tunes, and you can check out uh, my monthly show is going to be November 13th, uh, Classy Night Out, over at the Pack Theater, 9.30 p.m., the second Wednesday of every month. See, it's fine. It's my show. I don't know what else is going on in the Pack on the other Wednesdays. There you go. It's totally fine. Second Wednesday of the month, except for January, we're going to be the third Wednesday. But uh, come check us out. It's going to be a great show. I think Jeff's going to stop by, Jeff Ross, and so... Do you think you would ever do Lotus Lounge? I of mean, course. it's criminals. I mean, yeah, yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, we love having a good time. All right, guys. <laughs> Eddie, how you doing? What's going on doing with you? Doing great. Uh, I got a, I have a film coming out. No shit. Um, called The Book of Portraits. Ooh. I don't know where it's premiering, but it'll be at a festival probably in LA. Badass. In the next month, possibly. Hell um, yeah. Keep your ear peeled here for more info on that shit. Yeah. And you can check out Eddie's Twitter at Eddie Tweeting. Yes, that's it. All right. Or Instagram, Eddie Ewing with a y, Eddie with a Y. Badass, yeah. guys. And check out the Brighter Side Instagram at Brighter Side at LPN. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. What should we listen to? What should be the song going out Is today? there something with hooks for hands? Hooks for hands? Is there a song like, like a it? Captain that, Hook song? There's that, that hand song. Which... I Got the Hook Up by Master P. I okay. do like that song. It's yeah. about cell phones, but, you that's know, okay. it'll be fine. I Got the Hook Up by Master P today. <laughs> taking us out. I hope you all have a great day. Enjoy your lives. Be good to yourselves. Be good to your families. Be good to your dogs. Cats, they're on their own, but they know it. All right, everyone. We love you. Peace. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.